Hi, Abakam here. You're welcome to this episode of the Blue Ribbon Podcast. Um, in case you're a first-time listener, um, this is Abakam Tom George. Yes, I'm the one behind the mic. And this is the Blue Ribbon Podcast where we talk about culture, society, do better, lifestyle. We want to inspire you through our journey and through the journeys of other people, hoping that you're going to learn something. And of course, use it for your betterment. Um, today's episode, unfortunately, is not a very happy episode because... I'm talking about xenophobia and hate. It is 10.37 p.m. on my end right now. I am in Nigeria. I am a Nigerian living in Nigeria. So I kind of know, like, if, I kind of feel like you already have a wind of what I'm trying to, like, where I'm getting at, right? So, um, yeah, it's crazy that I can't sleep, right? I can't sleep. Things are going on out there. Like, it's crazy. It's scary. Because if it does not affect you, if, if it does not affect you directly, you probably don't know how how much of intensity it carries, right? If you if you're just standing from a distance and watching watching the watching the news or just watching just following the trend on Twitter, you don't know how how much of how much of intensity that it has, right? So I'm gonna be talking about xenophobia. That is x-e-n-o-p-h-o-b-i-a is a type of phobia and it's basically a fear fear or hatred of that which is perceived to be foreign or strange so that's pretty much the definition of xenophobia in very simple terms hate perpetrated by one particular people a set of people against another set of people because maybe they hate their tribe or they hate their country or because you know it kind of bears some sort of similitude with with um racism but i'm gonna tell you what unesco says about the difference between xenophobia and racism so they say that it often overlaps but it differs in how the latter that's racism excuse me encompasses prejudice based on physical characteristics while xenophobia is generally centered on behavior based on the notion of a specified people being adverse to the culture or, or nation or some other nation you get their point right so they're basically saying that it's it kind of bears some similitude but they're quite different right and it's crazy because we think that um as blacks we can't be racist as Africans, we can't be racist towards each other. We can't hate on each other. But this is what is happening, right? If you've been in the news recently, you've seen how how that South Africans are killing Nigerians and Nigerians are beginning to retaliate. Well, not in the manner of actually shedding blood, but I mean in the manner of destroying, destroying properties, in the manner of causing mayhem and chaos and threatening and all of those things, you know. I'm just like, what's the way forward? <laughs> What is the way forward? Because it is crazy. Nigerian novelist Adaobi Tricia Owaubani. Um, so she kind of reflected on what's been going on. And she pretty much gave a breakdown on the animosity be- between Africa's two superpowers. That's Nigeria and South Africa. And then, according to her... Meanwhile, I got this on the BBC website, so um, yes, for clarity, I just want to verify whatever I'm putting out there. So um, on the website, we see that Adaobi Tricia gave kind of um, reflection. She kind of reflected on what's been going on, and then she says that um, 
um, the animosity she talked about and that um, it's heightened in recent weeks with an influential Nigerian student body demanding that all South African-owned businesses leave the West African state. And we hear that um, so, and that um, this protest was sparked by the death of a Nigerian woman who was reportedly strangled in a hotel room during a visit to the South African city of Johannesburg. Like, um, it was an autopsy that was done and it revealed that she died of unnatural causes consistent with strangulation. But um, the official said that physically footage shows anybody enter that room and the police are still investigating. Um, um, so I think there's a um, headline like such that another majority of the South Africa. I think it's really crazy. A series of events. I mean, sometimes when we had a friend who was doing a legal admission to South Africa, but his parents refused him from going because at the time, was it 2015? Okay, so let's say it was just some years back. Which isn't actually too far from where we are at right now, right? Um, so his parents re- refused him from traveling because of these xenophobic attacks at the time that was happening in South Africa, you know, against Nigerians. Uh, it's crazy that it's been serial and they've been in the news for xenophobic attacks. And I mean, I've seen, I've gone on Twitter and I've seen like, I've seen, I think I saw a video of one of their. I can't remember what position he holds in their governments, but he was saying something about the dominance of foreigners in South Africa and he had fought so much to get independence and why is it's just crazy that people have said that that statement or the statement he made in itself is quite xenophobic. It's crazy. So um, I'm looking right now at a bar chart. Yeah, this is a bar chart, not a pie chart, a bar chart. Um, yes, a bar chart by BBC. So this, the source is Zeno Watch, African Centre for Migration and Society, and it shows that um, South Africa, okay, the heading is threat, attacks, and killings against foreigners in South Africa, and we see that in 2008, um, South Africa had the, the the rate of xenophobia, right, was highest in 2008. In South Africa and next to it is 2015 so um yeah I think I'm right after all yeah 2015 um, and then we have 2017 um, yeah so in order of the most killed or like the rates right so 20, 20, 2008 man it's been crazy but these things have been happening and it doesn't seem like anybody's really or actively doing anything about it from both countries right i mean if you're actually doing something there's so much power that the president has so much power that a government official has so i feel like if you do something if you make an order or something it would definitely work because you have so much power but no this their power is no use for things like this it is not used for things like this. So I see another report that says that um, while Africa, while local media reports suggest that 800,000 Nigerians live in South Africa, official South African records say the number is about 30,000. It is not clear if the official data includes undocumented migrants. Simple and short. Like, guys, if 
illegal migration is your problem deport them that's all like just deport them you don't have to kill them i don't believe that you would there there are things oh my god stuttering like it's crazy i'm just putting myself i've seen a lot of gory images and gory videos i'm just like putting myself in you know i refuse to have that kind of shut up i refuse to pull myself in anybody's shoes right now but i mean but it's empathy and it's our people it's our people when we had the election um when the last election that held i saw the videos the way people were you know manhandled and people were killed and people were brutally injured and i actually broke down crying i don't know if anybody saw that video no i didn't show my face but it was really and people were like hey, were you actually crying i was actually weeping like it was always i was weeping I, I i i can't sit down and see that all these things are happening and not and be powerless because um society renders you powerless i mean everybody's going everybody's going to the, to the malls going to south african businesses and you know, companies and they're protesting and they're, they're cutting away stuff you know causing trouble here and there is that actually is that actually going to solve the problem that's the question you should ask would you actually solve the problem do you think that the government now would say um multi-choice leave nigeria or mta leave nigeria when they know how much they're contributing to the national gdp you know, we have to sit down and actually look for the way forward. You don't fight fire with fire. You don't fight fire, fight fire with fire. There are other diplomatic ways I feel like you can go about it. Right? I am no way supporting it. It's a very painful thing to do. But I feel like a lot of people that are even perpetrating this violence, right, they are ignorant. I mean, so South Africans are totally wrong, right? And they all individually owe themselves a moral responsibility to ensure that every soul is kept is, is is secure like you oh you are your brother's keeper and so when someone is doing something to your brother i mean people are watching kids are watching right kids are watching you're stoning someone you're burning someone with fire people are watching and taking videos people are watching and just staring they're rubber necking it's just bystander effects because if anybody comes now everybody goes away everybody runs away nobody would want to even talk about what happened you know and then here in nigeria there's a revenge <laughs> there's a revenge mission and from a peaceful pr- protest it turned into something serious i heard today that um the police trying to quell the already the mob you know they shot into the air and i think someone died of it i, I don't know i don't know if it's verified you know but i mean it's <laughs> oh my god it's just crazy but we just need to do better and i feel like yeah, a lot of things can be done to quell this thing. We didn't have, we didn't have to come to this point before um, action would have been taken or should have been taken, you know. Um, but then again, I don't want us to be to have to be to be double standard in our own dealings, right? Have double standards. So if you're saying that some other um, country is killing your people. And you're xenophobic. How about you that would tell a particular tribe in your state to leave? You that you are tribalistic and say no, we don't want this kind of people living in our state again. Um, all all houses should live here, leave the east, and all easterners should leave the west. All those kind of statements that we make carelessly, feeling that oh, if they leave, everyone's gonna, everything is gonna be good, and everything's gonna fall into place. No, let's not be double standard it's also xenophobic to do that like it's also no double standard if you're going to fight for this thing you, you need to also fight for it from the roots right i mean i saw a tweet today that was saying that mtn leave nigeria and she started using blue sim card and then somebody was like ha that 
do we know that glue is owned by Yoruba man and Igbos do not want to use glue I'm just like fam like what's up why is race coming into this I mean if you're talking about xenophobia and you're trying to you're wanting to stop the killing of Nigerians in South Africa why are you bringing what does being a Yoruba man have to do with anything for crying out loud like it's for the betterment of the country you know so I feel like there should, there's a lot of double standards too so in as much as we as a people are trying to fight for our people outside of the shores of this country right we should also fight for ourselves like I said earlier on be your brother's keeper right be your brother's keeper there's a moral duty a moral, moral obligation on each and every one of us too you know keep the peace keep the sanctity keep your brother if you see your brother it's falling into fire help your brother it's simple just help your brother you know okay um this is not one of my regular episodes i, I hope i'm already blabbing off yeah but yeah we need to do better please guys stay, stay safe um yeah very important thing i want to touch on too is that um so i put up one time on my twitter handle that's at overcome underscore that we should we should start writing new history now the thing is there's a lot of new history that's been happening people are doing amazing stuff i mean blacks are doing amazing stuff and are writing and it's being written down um bad things like this is also happening and it's been written down in all of this we should try to tell the younger generation you know the truth about it don't tell them half truths because they're the ones that would probably tell this kind of history tomorrow in school right don't tell them half truths right protect the, the mental mental health of your kids you know my dad one time would say something like something along the lines of um if people are fighting in the war it's good that the kids don't really see it because um well it's not it's not practicable but yeah if they see the the things that happen in war for example right tendency they have a very high tendency to grow up with that kind of with that kind of imagery right and then you hear stories of um this person is a terrorist some of them lowly in heart look very gentle they look really gentle but then they're nursing a pain that has been in them for a long long years like donkey years ago they saw their father killed they saw their mother killed they saw their, their siblings taken away from them because they were because of a war or something i mean they're gonna grow bitter and then you now see that they become uh, terrorists like like really terrorists like is there anything i can use to you know so yes let's try to keep our kids away from, if they're old enough first and we can tell them the truth of the matter then yes please do do want to tell them no half truths don't try to sugarcoat it or try to paint one country better than the rest tell them how it is what happened um how they can do better how they can talk about it how within their small circles they can they can encourage each other not to be tribalistic how not to be tribalistic you know how to be their brother's keeper it starts from one person yeah all right so please guys please stay safe um before i end this episode i wanted to conclude on i wanted to conclude on social media hate um i don't know is it black twitter is it black is it the it's it's i I love black twitter i i don't i don't want to add the color thing but it's something like that so if you don't know go check it out you know it's the way to just identify yourself enjoy yourself you know meet your brother meet your sister someone who thinks like you i mean everybody okay for example right so there was black panther black panther came out 
and all black americans could quite relate to the movie because oh my god it was something that you're, you're looking up to in america you're trying to create a future with technology blah 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 they could quite relate to it right so if everybody in america for example all the blacks in america come together on a particular platform they would kind of get it okay so there is um a story for another day because i can't remember your name right so it was kind of it's just like a training hashtag right that everybody kind of resonates with so everybody follows the hashtag and that's how black twitter was supposed to be so everybody understands everybody you can understand the lingo you understand the side eyes you understand everything right that's how it's supposed to be but right now we see that um it's sometimes even doing the opposite because everybody is hating everybody like you can't even go on you can't drink water yes and drop your cup <laughs> you can't someone is gonna just attack you and see see a very beautiful post but then bring out the, the, the most useless comment out of it it's crazy i feel also that we owe ourselves each and every one of ourselves we owe our, what am i saying i wish i oh my god so i'm saying that we owe ourselves love love your brother that's why i love the holy scripture it says that the first love love the lord your god with all your heart your mind all your heart right the second commandment is like it love your neighbor as yourself you know because when you love when love is at the center of it all you realize that um it covers a lot of other things you know love would not make you steal would not make you covet love will not make you kill it's not make you dishonor it's not make you do a lot of other things right yeah so yeah the center center of everything there is love don't see a good post and make vitriolic comments it's it's terrible <laughs> you know come down on all those bitter things that we do be happy for people people are people cut them some slack don't hate it doesn't serve you if you love one another everybody grows don't tell me it's end time you, you can still love people are loving out there so why can't you love don't let the way the society has programmed you to just you know you want to just let out that that emotion and then you let it out on somebody you kick the dog your boss annoys you you come on twitter to insult someone your, your husband annoys you you come to you come on twitter or you come on facebook or instagram to come and drop on negative things it's very bad all in the beat to trend all in the beat to have more followers all in the beat to you know come on it's bigger than that all right guys um Thank you for listening to this episode. Um, if you have any comments, I beg you to drop a voice note. I would play it on my next episode. Um, so I'm going to drop the link to the voice note in the in the show notes. Please do well to drop a voice message. You can send me a DM. You can you can call me if you have my number. Um, um, follow me on Instagram at obakam underscore. That's O-B-A-K-A-M underscore on twitter abakam underscore as well um you'll be so delighted to connect meanwhile i'm open to speaking engagements i'm open to hosting events and shows corporate events and shows to panel discussions and fireside chats so um if you see any opportunity you have one for me please don't hesitate to holler at me all right you can do me an email at abakam tom george at abakam tom george at gmail.com Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'll see you on the next episode. Alright, please. Um, don't forget to also subscribe to um, the podcast. I hope you gain value from it. And oh my god, thank you so much. Bye.